Welcome everyone to the first episode of the Eagle Action Podcast Season 2. We're super excited this episode and our team went through and interviewed a lot of teachers from Huntsville that y'all know, may not know, but we're hoping that this episode you really get to know a lot of the teachers that you see around in the hallway. So hope you enjoy. Hey everybody, so this is Hunter and I'm here with Mr. Johnson. Yes, and I have a few questions that I want to ask him today for our podcast. So the first one is, uh, who are you and where did you d- attend school and college? And what's the highest degree degree that you obtained? Okay, so my name is Michael John Johnson. I come from DeQueen, Arkansas, home of the Leopards. Uh, it's down by Texacana, if you don't know where DeQueen is. Uh, I graduated from the University of Arkansas with a degree in music, a Bachelor's of Fine Arts. Really? Was that difficult? Was it worth it? Yes, it was certainly worth it. Was it difficult? Yes. But applying yourself, you know, a lot of things that are worthwhile are hard, but it certainly was worth it. So this will flow right into my next question with uh, how long have you been at teaching at HHS with the Huntsville Band? This is my 10th year teaching at Huntsville High School. Does it excite you seeing new students come in every year? Sure, sure. So, uh, why did you get into education? Because of my high school band director. He made band fun, but it was hard, and we learned a lot, and I saw what he did and how much he enjoyed it, and I wanted to do that too. So he influenced you? Yes, greatly. Uh, what motivates you to keep teaching? Uh, just being able to help others and see progress and help students go on to the next level wherever they are after high school. So, uh, like being the band director of Huntsville Band, do you face a lot of challenges day-to-day basis or? Sure, you've got different students have different learning styles, you have students with different aptitudes. They may not be good at one thing, but they're really good at another, and so you try to make all that fit together to make things work. Uh, With the time schedules that we have and the amount of time that students have available after school then it makes rehearsal and refining a product to where you could be presentable on the field and quality music it's it's very challenging but we seem to get it done do you feel like it pays off every friday after uh we perform yes we make improvement every friday first couple games are rough Mm -hmm. you wish it was better but as the season goes on People start getting their feet together and uh-huh. starts to work out. So that's all the questions that we had prepared. So uh, is there anything you want to say before you get off? Well, just practice makes perfect. And if you really want to do something, don't give up. Uh, just keep working at it and find who can help you and how they can help you. And you'll be able to obtain your dream. All right. Well, that's all for Mr. Johnson. And... Uh, Keep listening in on more uh, questions with other teachers around Huntsville School. So thank you, Mr. Johnson. Thank you very much. This is Cole Bunch, and this is... Oh, me? Mm-hmm. Do I say Mrs. Hamilton or Aubrey Hamilton? Uh, I don't matter which well, one There you, you go. Like. You got both. So. Who are you, and why did you attend college? Why did I go to college? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's kind of a long story. So I'm Mrs. Hamilton. I teach biology here at Huntsville. It's my second year teaching. Um, so I went to college, uh, probably like most kids out of high school. Um, I don't, I didn't know exactly what to do. 
So I actually did my first two years at a community college um, in the Kansas City area. Then, you know, life got in the way, married, kids, and so I had my associates, and then I went and got a technical certificate as a cosmetologist. And I worked mm -hmm. for about eight years as a licensed cosmetologist, and then decided to go back to college and finish my four-year degree, and finished in biology at Rockhurst University. Wow. So there you go. What is the highest degree you obtained? Well, there you go, my bachelor's. Bachelor's? Yep, so I've got my bachelor's right now, I think officially in December of 2020. So there we go. How long have you been a teacher, and how long have you been at HHS? My whole teaching career, actually, I've been here at Huntsville, so this is year two. So yeah, just since I have, my bachelor's degree is actually in biology, and so I'm in the middle of doing a, like, a, what do you guys call it, like an alternative licensure program. Huh. So yeah. Why did you get into education, and is, was there any teacher that influenced you to become a teacher? Um, so my original plan out of high school that I thought I would do would actually be a high school teacher. Um, I had actually really enjoyed Spanish throughout high school, um, and I think at that point I had taken it for almost six years because they offered it in middle school, and so it was just something really cool, and I thought I would like to teach high school Spanish, and it was because of my high school Spanish teacher. She was... Um, she didn't have a Hispanic background at all, but she spoke it really well, and so it just kind of like inspired me that I could do it. Um, and then, like I said, like as time and life went on at the community college and through doing hair, like I just found out that I was like really motivated and interested in sciences and things like that, and that kind of love of nature and outdoors and science kind of just is what stuck longer. Oh, nice. What are some challenges you face as a teacher? Um, as a teacher, so far this year started off really great, um, and obviously last year, just having like nothing built yet, you just kind of start from the ground up, um, but my biggest challenge was probably being naive about cell phones. Yeah, I thought, you know, there'll be good kids about it. No, I should have gone down, should have been real stern from the beginning, and I made that was my own mistake and that was a struggle all year round so I've, I'm definitely enjoying the way these first two weeks have gone with being a lot harder on cell phones. They have amped it up quite a bit. They have and I'm already seeing it like from a teacher's perspective at least the classroom is super far more enjoyable right now and it's just been awesome. I wouldn't usually admit it but I've seen myself not using my phone as much. As much yeah, yeah. it's like if, if, if everybody else is not on it as much then it just kind of dies down so yeah. Um, what motivates you to keep teaching? Um, goodness, uh, I don't know. I'm so still like new at it that you know I've got to finish first to get that license. But actually, these first two weeks, um, you know, I've just gotten some really awesome kids. Actually, I've got a couple of classes that really like I get excited for, and I just find myself smiling like a kid in a candy store as they're asking questions and. So I think, you know, every teacher probably says it, but the students, they definitely are what keeps teachers motivated. Those good students can really go a long way. They ways, really do, they? yeah. When they ask questions and respond and are interested and active, it's just, it's awesome. Well, that's all the questions we have. Thank okay. you so much. Cool, you're welcome. You have a great day. All right, guys. Today we have, have a very special guest. Um, he's a first-timer here in Huntsville. Well, not really. 
He was a student here, came back, gave us a little hand. Um, it's Mr. Ledbetter. Hello, everyone. All right, Mr. Ledbetter. What do you do? So I am the new career coach for the district. I basically will meet with upperclassmen, mostly primarily seniors, and we just kind of figure out what you want to do after high school. So whether that's going to college, trade school, into the military, whether you have a job that does on-the-job training or you just want to go work for a little bit, something like that, um, I'm here to help you guys kind of figure that out. Nice, nice, nice. You've helped me. Yeah, yeah. hopefully. Yeah, yes. Good. Good guy right here. Good. Who are you, Mr. Ledbetter? Not that many people know you since you're new. That is a very loaded question yeah. with several different answers, but... Give um, us uh, the most simple one. The or most the most in-depth. <sighs> Whichever you feel like. That's a lot of pressure. Um, yeah. Still, the most simple one is um, I am Mr. Ledbetter. Yeah. That is who I am. But um, I guess the most in-depth that I'll get for the purpose of this podcast, um, just someone who kind of grew up in the same situation that everyone here grew up in. I mean, I graduated from Huntsville, went K-12 through at Huntsville, so I kind of know this area like the back of my hand. I call this place home, and I don't mean that lightly, and so I came back to try and help those here, um, you know, better themselves, find opportunities for themselves that they might not have known about, or get them to point B, and we're starting at point A, and they don't know how to get there, so that's kind of my long way around saying that. How's that going? It is good, although I wish people would come and see me more because I have to call everyone out and no one really knows I'm there. So. People, come visit yes. Mr. Ledbetter. Yes, he's very, he's in this please. room. He yes. needs you. Yes, counselor's office. Counselor's yes. office. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, Mr. Ledbetter. How does it feel being back, not as a student, not as like a one-timer, but as a teacher? How does it feel? Because, you know, you're here. Yeah. Some of the teachers that ended up teaching you mm -hmm. are now your, uh, what is it? Co-workers. Co-workers. Yeah. yeah, how does that feel? That is interesting. Um, if you, if anyone ever wants to be a teacher and go back to their old school, it's going to take a long time before you feel comfortable calling your teachers by the their first, first name. name. That's the so hardest part, probably. But it's also interesting to see the other side. Um, there's a lot more that I think teachers and staff deal with that the students don't really know that I now know that makes me a little more understanding why things were the way they were in a sense, but um, it's been fun, but also interesting because everyone is so different and um, I don't know any of the students anymore. So it's kind of neat to get to know everyone. Yeah, that's cool. You know, I wouldn't want to work at a school with the teachers that, you know, got me in trouble. Yeah. But at the same time, I would. Yeah. Same time, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, well, I never got in trouble, so. No, we didn't. No, no, no fun stories about how Mrs. Uh, Miss Walden got on to you or something like that? No, I actually never had Miss Walden. No. She was my NHS supervisor, mentor, whatever that thing is, but I never had her as a teacher. Really? I did have Miss Watkins. How was that? That was fun. Yeah. Um, she was a good teacher. I liked her class. So. I liked it too. That she left my English class at the very, very end, I think. I don't really remember. Did you become a counselor? I think, I don't remember, this was my uh, my sophomore year, Yeah. and I was in her class, it was pretty cool, Yeah. then I remember not being in her class. Alright, well, 
It's great talking to you, yes. Mr. Ledbetter. You know, everyone, go visit Mr. Ledbetter yes, in please. the counselor's office. He really wants to talk to you. Trust me, it's good. It helps. If you have any Enjoy. questions about your future or anything like that, talk to him. He's the guy. Yes, please. You have any messages? If you believe you can, then you're already halfway there. I think that's what my email says. I didn't read that email, but now I heard Just it. believe in yourself, yes. Yeah. There you go, guys. Till next time. Hello, I'm Colton, and today I'm going to be interviewing Miss Williams from Huntsville High School and the Middle School. Who are you, and where did you attend college? I'm Miss Williams, <laughs> and I went to the U of A. Uh, what was the highest uh, degree you uh, obtained? Just a bachelor's degree. How long did that take? How, how many years of college was that? Five years, because as a music major, you have to take so many classes, so you really can't get it done in four years. You gotta, it takes like a full five years unless you want to do summer school every year, so yeah, music major is, is really, really difficult. A lot more difficult than people think. Um, how long have you been a teacher and how long have you been uh, taught at HSS? This is my 10th year total, <clears throat> my 8th year in Huntsville, um, so 8th year doing choir and I taught band for 2 years at a what different was, school. What school was that? You probably don't know where it's at, Blyville, mm. over in East Arkansas, oh. our east of Jonesboro. Okay, I've never been there. Yeah, it's, uh. don't go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why did you get into education? Well, it's kind of a long story. So actually, when I was in Taekwondo, uh, when I was in junior high and high school, uh, my Taekwondo instructor put me in front of a, once I got my black belt, he put me in front of a class of like, you know, white, orange, and yellow belts, and he was like, here, teach them. And I was like, what? I hate kids. You know, I was like 16 at the time. But, um, so I started doing that, and then I realized, hey, I actually really like teaching, and so... I thought, you know, right about my junior, senior year, um, I was like, well, I love music, and I've discovered that I love teaching, so I'm going to teach music. So here's the, the teacher that influenced you, really, or was that another teacher that influenced you for choir? Um, well, to be honest, my high school choir director, she was a nice lady, but she was not that knowledgeable so it, it it my junior high choir director was great uh but my my high school band director was wonderful so he he really kind of pushed me and, and i guess led me musically um what motivates you to keep on teaching um hanging out with cool kids all day mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um like daniel and, <laughs> and you know, but no, um, honestly, uh, yeah, just just relationships with students because I just I don't know. It's enjoyable. It's yeah, it's the thing that keeps me coming back because there's a lot of things elsewhere that you deal with that are just uh, it's too much. But yeah. What do you say your first year or like the years that keep on coming are the easiest first year teaching? Uh, your first year is definitely one of the hardest. I mean, it depends. 
it depends who you're working with it depends you know on a lot of things you know um, but yeah first year you basically I would say your first four years you really don't know what you're doing at all like if you're if you're under five years teaching not that you don't know what you're doing but there's just so much that you have to learn and you really don't get a hang of things uh, truly I think until about year five um, one of the like the most the biggest challenges you face as a teacher <sighs> not having enough time to do everything that I need to do um, there's not enough hours in the day to get everything done and waking up early is not my strong suit. I do it, but I mm. don't like it. Well, that's all the questions I have uh, prepared for you today. Well, thank you for joining us. Yeah, and everybody should come and check out the Huntsville High School choir concerts and uh, competitions this year because we are going to rock it. Right. Thank you for jo uh, joining us today, and have a good day. Thanks. Hi, uh, introduce yourself to the uh, mic, I guess. Hi, I'm Tish Parker. I'm one of the high school counselors for Huntsville. Um, hi, I'm Cal Warren. I'm part of the uh, people at Eagle Action News. Um, first question, where did you attend school and college like for to get the degree you have? So my bachelor's degree is at the University of Arkansas and then to be a counselor you have to have your master's degree. So I went on and got my master's from there. It's a master's of science um, in school counseling and then I actually have my specialist degree and I received that from um, ASU online. Oh okay. Uh, so the highest degree you have is your uh, master's or your specialist? Educational specialist. Okay. Uh -huh. Yep. How long have you been a teacher? Um, this is my eighth year, and I've started here, so I'm also my eighth year at Huntsville. Oh. Uh, why did you get into education? Like, why did you get into uh, helping others? Or, so, really, specifically with counseling, my love for that started in high school because I would often help my friends apply for college and scholarships, and I just enjoyed filling out applications and um, you know, guiding them to the college websites and having those discussions. So, um, I also, you know, love agriculture and um, had a farm and growing up and everything. So that's why I did my bachelor's um, to teach agri. And then I wanted to have more job options. And I thought, you know, counseling is something else I would enjoy and just helping students, you know, on the day-to-day -day basis with whatever problems they, they have. So. Uh, did you have a favorite teacher that influenced you to become a teacher, or was it just the experience with helping your friends? Yes, my favorite teacher is, oddly enough, she was a math teacher, and math is not my favorite. It's my least favorite subject, so um, it's funny that that's who it is. But the reason is because she would often do these life lessons in class, so we would be talking about math and get off on, you know, XYZ problems in the world, and then she would say, okay, let me stop. We're going to stop talking about math and I'm going to talk to you guys about some real stuff like life lessons. And so we would just pause the math and talk about, you know, things in the world or things that we deal with in high school and growing up to um, the adult, you know, adulthood. And so that always stuck with me is that she took the time to talk to us about personal things or things that would help us outside of the classroom beyond math. So, uh, What motivates you to keep doing what you're doing to keep counseling others? Um, definitely just y'all and the students here and um, 
I mean, basically every day I help someone in some, some way, whether it's they're having a sad day or they need help filling out, out an application or um, maybe it's an academic issue, but I feel like I'm able to help students every single day. So even if I make a difference in just, you know, one, one of y'all's day, then that is what keeps me going and, and what uh, makes me look forward to work. So, it, it, and therefore it's not really, it doesn't feel like work, it's my career, you know, because again, I, I love what I do and, and y'all are the reason for that. All right, so what are some challenges you face as a school counselor? I feel like the biggest challenge is there's not enough hours in the day. So like right now, there's several students I wanna pull and see and I have paperwork on my desk and you know there's two or three hours left in the day. And I find that every day I'm like, oh, if I just had another hour or another 30 minutes, but you know, it's just day by day. I start again fresh with my priority list and try to see as many students as I can. And um, when the world catches on fire, we just deal with it and go on. So um, that's probably the number one thing. Um, yeah. Awesome. Uh, I believe that is the last question, so thank you for uh, agreeing to come uh, let me interview you. Well, I appreciate you guys, and you've got a really cool um, thing going on up here, so I'm, I'm proud to be a part of it. <laughs> Thanks. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm here with new teacher, Miss Franklin, and you teach chemistry, yes? Yes. Okay. And so. I also have physical science, regular chem, and honors chem, and AP chem. Nice. Okay. So I'm just going to ask you a few questions Great. just for our interviewing. So the first question is, who are you and where did you attend school and college? So I'm Sarah Franklin. I graduated from Boonville High School and I went to school at the University of Arkansas mm -hmm. and I was originally an agricultural education, communication and technology major and actually did my student teaching in AgRI, so like FFA. Okay, cool. So where is Boonville? Boonville is about an hour and a half south of here on Highway 23. So if you like hit 23 and you go south, mm -hmm. and then you go down the pig trail, go past Ozark, <laughs> and <laughs> just keep going. Long, long ways. Yeah. You still live there? Um, my parents still live there, and I live in Clifty right now. Oh, well, okay. I've lived in Clifty since 2004. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm a transplant. Okay. Uh, and... So what's the highest degree you've gotten? So I have my Master of Arts in Teaching in Agricultural Education. So fun fact, I did my um, bachelor's and master's degree combined in three in four years total. Four years, wow. How long have you been teaching? And oh gosh, I'm gonna have to do math. <laughs> okay, so you would think that was an easy question, but it's kind of a trick. So I'm pretty sure I'm going into my 17th year I did three years at Northwest Arkansas Community College teaching welding, and then I was at Green Forest for three years doing science, and I just finished up 10 years at Berryville doing science, JAG and Ag Mechanics and welding again. So I'm assuming you liked it in Berryville? I'm, I'm here now. Um, I, it was nice, and I'm super glad to be here now, though. Can I ask why you're here? Um, I, the, the opportunity presented itself, mm -hmm. and I've known Miss Enix for a really long time, and so I knew that I would enjoy working with her, and I live in Clifty already, and have been making the drive, I drove to Fayetteville, I drove to Green Forest, I drove to Berryville, mm -hmm. and so now I'm glad that I can actually work in the community that I live in, so that it will make it easier for me to be able to go to activities and sports and participate. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Well, fourth question, 
what motivates you to keep teaching? The kids. The kids make everything worth it. Like, grading papers isn't always a ton of fun, and there's not always, like, that's that's not really the fun part, but, like, figuring out new ways for kids to learn things mm -hmm. and, like, watch, like, the learning process happen mm -hmm. and just talking to kids. The kids make everything worth it. It's really sweet. Um, our fifth question and final question, what are some challenges you face as a teacher? Time. It's, it's always hard to find time to do everything that you want to do. I'm going to go a different direction. So, like, right now I'm new, so I don't really know anybody. Yeah. And um, so it's like, why? I know what I want to do, but who do I ask about, like, how to get the resources for that? Or, you know, like, right now I'm at, where do I get ice? It's like, why well, no? <laughs> I know they said, you know, you can get ice in this location. And then I got an email that says you can get ice in this other location. But if I have a lab where we're doing something to make science ice, like what, where do I put it? So like that's being new, it's hard to kind of figure out. It's like, okay, I'll figure it out, but it just takes time to figure those things out. And it's also as far as um, I'm interested in a lot of different kinds of things. For example, last year I was teaching physical science in the morning I did JAG in the middle of the day, and that's the kids that go to work in the afternoon. And so we did tons of projects. And then changing gears again, I did mechanics and welding. So it was really hard to keep all of those things balanced and be able to give the kids everything they deserved. I mean, I managed and I enjoyed it because I don't know, you know, I love all of those subjects, but it was hard. So I, I would say time is the time. biggest thing. Yeah. I, I would have asked you another question. Go for it. But we're a little over our five minute limit. Oh. So I think that's going to be it for today. Okay. okay. Thanks. I'm Brady Bollinger, and I'm here with Ms. Thomas, and I'm here to ask her some questions. Who are you, and where did you attend school and college? Um, let's see. So I was a Springdale K-12 kid, which meant that I went from kindergarten all the way through senior year in the Springdale schools, and then um, went to college at the University of Arkansas. And I've got, let's see, three different advanced degrees. I'm associate of arts degree, a bachelor's in history, and then a master's in teaching. So how many years did that take you? Let's see. All in all, I think um, by the time I finished graduate school, I had been graduated from college for five years, I think, six years. And how long have you been teaching and how long have you been at HHS? Okay, so teaching, I have been teaching for 14 years total. This is the start of my 14th year. And then I had three in Springdale, and this will be year 11 here in Huntsville. Why did you get into education? And do you have a favorite teacher that influenced you to become a teacher? Actually, yes. So my background was in poultry science. I actually had a full ride for poultry science. But chickens were what I knew, not necessarily what I loved. And so I decided to do something a little bit different and went with history. And I can definitely credit that with my American history teacher. His name is Thomas Pittman, and I actually still keep in touch with him. His birthday was on the first day of school. And so I had to make sure that I called him on the first day of school for his birthday. But he is a walking Google search engine. He is like literally the most intelligent man I've ever met in my whole life. And I literally remember his lectures from the eighth grade. He would talk with his hands. He had these certain mannerisms that he would do. And he just, I don't know, he just made history, like, made me fall in love with it. So I definitely decided 
I could do teaching and then do all the things that I still liked as far as like for a while I thought I was going to do journalism, but then now I do your book, so there's that. And then I can always, you know, I like talking, you know, FFA kids, interacting with them, so that helps for the other stuff that I wanted to do instead. All right. What motivates you to keep teaching? Well, it definitely is hard sometimes not to get, like, bogged down in, like, the bureaucratic dribble that is education. But I think that, not to sound too cheesy, but I really think that y'all are probably the biggest reason why I still do it. Because um, if I like dealing with adults, I'd be in the business world making a whole bunch more money than I currently do. But I like getting to interact with you guys. I like hopefully trying to combat the whole idea of like, well, why do we have to learn about a bunch of dead guys? And like, hopefully making history make sense, hopefully making it a little bit more enjoyable for, for students that I have in class. And I think something that motivates me to come to school is like a teacher like you motivates me to come to school. Oh, well, thank you. I do appreciate that. That, that makes me feel good. And then what are some cha- some challenges you face as a teacher? Um, There's lots of different things that I think about as far as like, the, it's all the extra stuff that makes it difficult as far as like there's never enough hours in the day. Um, I often don't have a lot of time to do the other like paperwork stuff because whenever y'all come in the room for the most part, it's like we get busy going and we're, we're, do, we're in the middle of something. Um, so that's sometimes difficult. I will say that sadly, I think the older I get, sometimes it's a little bit more difficult to have the patience that I once did for like really trying to make a kid be like understand of like okay so you know there are things in you know my whole theory of like the life sucks and then you die like not for people to think about their own mortality but just for the simple fact of like there's tons of stuff in life that you don't want to do but we also have to do them and for some kids that don't necessarily like they're just always forced to come well that's all the questions I have for you today and I appreciate you for spending your time here of course well thank you so much Brady I appreciate it Thank you everyone for listening in on this episode. If you'd like to hear more, find us on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. You should also go check out our website at hhseagleactionpodcast.com.